Hello, welcome to a special short edition of the Theology Podcast. This is a little teaser for a conference that I'm going to be participating in with a couple of other great guys, uh, the Apostle Paul's School for Tent Making. And uh, the conference is going to be in Huntsville, Alabama on October 17th. And we want you to know what it's all about and uh, how you can benefit from it. And uh, in case you don't know who I am, I'm C.R. Wiley. I serve a church in the Pacific Northwest, but I've also been a home improvement contractor, professor of philosophy, a real estate investor, and I still actually hold real estate and have real estate income. Anyway, enough about me. I'm joined by a friend. Uh, Troy, why don't you introduce yourself, tell people where you're from, maybe a little bit about your church, and then we can dig into a fascinating business that you started while you were there. Sure. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate the opportunity. And I am looking forward to October uh, heading down south. That's originally where I'm from, uh, not Alabama, but from the Carolinas. And uh, I've been a pastor for, oh, coming up on 21 or 22 years now. And um, yeah, I, I, I found myself here 12 years ago planting a church uh, along with my wife. At that time, we had three kids. And we were recruited to come up here to Planet Church, and it's been a wonderful adventure in many regards and plenty of uh, challenges, heartaches, headaches, and uh, and it's been 12 years. And our church is Grace Presbyterian uh, South Shore. We're about halfway between the city of Boston and uh, Cape Cod, for those who know anything about the geography of uh, New England. And um, and yeah, it's been a joy. I, I enjoy doing uh, evangelism, and uh, I enjoy... Uh, uh, being being a churchman in, in Southern New England Presbytery, I uh, enjoy my family and where we live, and it's a, it's a great place. But it is uh, it's an it's an expensive place to live, um, and even even in the earlier days um, of of pastoral ministry, just remembering thinking, uh, you know, how can I provide best for my family? And uh, I've got a wonderful frugal wife, um, and uh, and and she and I both have tried to practice. Uh, good stewardship with our money and generosity. And along the way, we've seen God bless. And we've also seen times when, uh, you know, it was challenging to make ends meet. And I did, you know, just in principle, wanted uh, her to be able to stay home, uh, especially during some of those earlier years and for a very long protracted season where uh, she was homeschooling. Uh, we were homeschooling, but she was the lead on homeschooling uh, our children. And and as I already mentioned, New England uh, in this area outside of Boston is pretty pretty expensive uh to live yeah pretty pricey so, yeah i so i we were on the same presbytery for a while and uh i remember one time at presbytery uh just <laughs> over lunch we were talking about different things and you brought up a fascinating thing that you did uh you you started a business can you tell uh folks a little bit about that yeah sure well you know, my my wheels in many ways have always been kind of turning uh about you know different opportunities uh, our church here is able to provide for uh, our, um, you know, most of our li- our living expenses, our insurance, and that type of thing, and that was true even at our our previous church in the Carolinas. Uh, but any opportunities for you know an emergency C-section medical bill or braces or tuition or other things that uh, you know may may come about, I, I knew that coming down the pike, I wouldn't have the ability to to perhaps address that. And I, you know, I know that God can provide it and he has, uh, in many ways. And I started thinking creatively. So even back in the Carolinas, I started thinking, uh, you know, ways to make money on the side. I used to, when Craigslist was a big deal, I used to flip cars or appliances or, and I, I loved it because I had these opportunities to meet people and build relationships and such. When we moved here to new England, it was really a, an all hands on deck. 
those first three years doing, uh, you know, building out uh, infrastructure for the church and evangelism and hospitality in our home and um, just laying the groundwork and getting oriented to life here. The first three years were very intense. And so I really didn't do anything on the side at that that time. But there came a point uh, to your to your question that I uh, found myself in uh, in need of a, uh, of a, a car key. And uh, I got in a car accident and uh, all that to say, I, I, I wanted to have more than one key. And, uh, and, and I used to, you know, go flip cars on the side occasionally back when we were in the Carolinas. And, uh, and so I just did my normal routine. I found somebody on Craigslist that they used Beater Honda Civic or whatever. And I, I found out the key was so expensive. And I thought, wow, this is really crazy. This is intense. And did some research, found a hardware store in the North Shore of Boston that was closing, and I bought their equipment. I, I asked Krista's permission with our tax return to invest in some key equipment and found out a lot more through trade shows and YouTube videos and reading uh, a little bit about what it means to be an automotive locksmith. And uh, and that that kind of started the whole uh, the whole endeavor. And it's really kind of existed, you know, alongside of you know, a very, very small phase at, uh, you know, uh, out of the church office. I had a, a you know, I, I have an office above an Italian restaurant and that's where I used to start it. But now it's, the business has expanded since then over the course of nine years. Um, and God's brought more people that I've been able to recruit and build out a team to help, uh, you know, to help the business, you know, flourish. And that's been a huge blessing. So how many, uh, full-time guys you got right now? Um, there are three full-time guys, and then uh, I'm part time uh, with the key business, and uh, and I just realized I actually have the hat on South Shore Lock and Key. <laughs> that's the name of that's the name of the business, and I and I've really enjoyed it. Uh, it it's been flexible. Our church has been very, um, you know, uh, leadership and others in the church. I think have been very, uh, you know, understanding. I I've really done it, you know, on the side in the evenings uh, on Mondays when I have uh, a day off from ministry. Try to fit it in, and and then and then in conjunction with that has just been my real passion in addition to being kind of entrepreneurial about this to try to, uh, to be a good steward and make, uh, some money for providing for my family is also because I, I, I really do love relationships and the number of avenues and ways that it's put me in contact with people, uh, in our community uh, has been remarkable. And I, and we literally have, you know, have seen people end up in the church. Uh, my wife and I were able to lead a woman to faith in Jesus, uh, all because of, of introductions and relationships, uh, in the key business. So that's great. Yeah. It's that's been great. fun. Yeah. That's, that's, that's marvelous. So you got four kids now? We do. When we first moved up here, we had, uh, three kids and uh, now we have four and they ra- uh, range in age from, uh, 18, a senior in high school to 16, 14. And then our youngest, uh, is 11. We have three boys and uh, a girl. Well, that's great. So your church is a, it's a healthy church, growing church. You've got this business, I've been to your property. We have some real estate as well. You've done uh, a, a number of things that I think a lot of guys really ought to learn about, uh, not just so they can say, oh, great job, Troy, but <laughs> but so they can think about it themselves. You know, this is this is something that's feasible. It is. You know, when I think about my, my own experience, you know, pro, you know I, I serve a church right now that's, that pays me very well, but every other church I've served, I was underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love the folks and, and they knew they, I was, that, that I was underpaid and I knew I was underpaid, but it was okay because I had other things going on. It wasn't like I was starving or anything, you know, God provided and I'm glad I could serve those churches. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was great. And anyway, so 
why don't we just wrap this up? We, this is just a teaser. Sure. Tended to get some guys out out to the conference. It's a not a very expensive event. It's only going to be one day. The afternoon session uh, of the Tent Maker Conference is really designed for pastors. Anybody can come to that part of the day, but we thought it would be important to set aside some time. Uh, to address some of the questions and reservations and maybe sure. apprehensions that guys in the ministry have about this sort of thing. Of course. And um, we've got a great model in the Apostle Paul. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's not like we, we feel like we have to shoehorn this into the ministry. I mean, our, we've got a, a model and a guy who was a pretty successful pastor and a pretty successful evangelist. <laughs> Church planter, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So anyway, uh, we'd love to have you out for it. The evening will be you know, addressing just the, the larger subject of entrepreneurship. And um, there'll be a link in the show. There'll, there's a link in the show notes, so we'd love you to check it out. And uh, if you can spend a day with us, that'd be great. It's on a Tuesday. And, with, and we, the reason we did that is we had pastors in mind. We want guys to have a travel day on Monday and then have a couple of days to get back to their church. And so that doesn't, inter- you know, you know, take up a, a, a you know a weekend or take a guy take a, a guy away from his, his congregation on a Sunday. Okay. So anyway, we'd love to have you, mm-hmm. and uh, it's great to see you again, Troy. I'm looking forward to being with you down there in Huntsville. Yeah, uh, and yeah I'm looking forward can, to looking forward to meeting folks, and uh, yeah, I I, I want to be a resource. I'd, I'd love to answer questions and uh, and 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 talk you know practical you know talk talk yeah. through. What does it mean to take initiative? What does it mean to have, you know, how can I be a better steward of my time, my talent, um, you know, just the, the lay of the land with, with regard to what's God given me. And, and, and there's, there, there, there are an abundance of opportunities and, uh, and what has God called me to and, uh, or, or not called me to, but you can't, you, you, until you explore, you can't let that come, it won't come into focus. And uh, I'd love to help uh, some folks maybe think about how that might come into focus. And, and as you mentioned earlier, I do have, uh, you know, some experience too with, uh, with real estate. So I, I'd love to talk about that with guys as well. Yeah. Great stuff. So Troy is in his forties. I just turned 60. Dylan, our other speaker is in his early thirties. So we represent guys at different phases of the ministry and That's right. <laughs> sort of our careers, so to speak. Anyway, uh, thanks a lot, Troy. Why don't we just wrap this up? Thanks a lot for listening. And, uh, we hope to see you in Huntsville in October. Bye-bye.